Mr. Finley, how are you, sir? I'm all right. How are you, sir? I'm doing delightful. I wonder if any of our like our uh, our fans are aware of the fact that because I'm starting like this, it means I'm the one who pressed the record button. Yeah, <laughs> you're the new engineer. I like that. And I think the sound is apt to be better with you at the engineering post because you have that history with microphones. I do. I do indeed, sir. Yeah. That's, yes. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I, did, uh, I did my time in prison and uh, I paid that debt, so... Mm. Mm-hmm. The things a man does with a microphone. No, I got it. Yeah. Um, I, you know what's I, interesting? Is <laughs> I was thinking before we started this, and now I can't remember all of them, but somehow, if we go back to one of our early episodes with um, Peter Laurie, we had this um, episode that prompted, prompted me to talk about some uh, uncomfortable childhood near molestations, and it was, it was when we were talking about M. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that's a movie that is very different in many ways than what we're going to talk about now. It's it's more Fritz Lange, for instance. But it, it has you know the fact that Peter Lorre is a child like rapist slash killer mm-hmm. is an important plot point. But it's like one of three important plot points certainly to that movie. Mm-hmm. Then there was an I, I was trying to think of the other one and I couldn't remember. There was another one that sort of had that 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 um, to it. And I can't remember what it is. I'm 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 lacking uh, remembrance of my child molestation movies for some reason. I'm, blo- oh, Jesus, I'm blocking Joseph. them out, if you will. Jesus, <laughs> Joseph, I'm suppressing, uh-huh. <laughs> suppressing them. But here we are um, talking about another one, and this movie. <laughs> I have to tell you. I just, give me a second here, real quick. I just yeah. want to point out uh, to our uh, to our listeners. Yeah. Uh, Joseph has gotten a hold of a uh, subscription to the Criterion Collection. Yeah. We're going to be visiting some Herzogian hellscapes over the next couple, of, over the next several months. I would suspect this is definitely one of those. And it's interesting. Uh, I've never heard. of I this was movie. actually the first thing I was going to say when you said that is I don't I don't understand how this qualifies as that because this is actually. Um, in a very strange way, mm-hmm. it's not. It's very mainstream. It's very mainstream and upsettingly not mainstream. Okay, I'm, it's a bad response because my response is really unclear. I apologize. Well, I think by the nature of it, I mean there's a moral ambiguity of what's going on in this movie that, yeah. that sort of falls into that category. It's well, kind of what a, I'm talking about. There's a but, movie I want to. No, you're right. There is a certain mainstream quality. Yeah, this, which I mean seems that's what's weird. kind of strange about it, right? Like there's right. a there's a movie I, I want to do eventually, and I won't even mention the, the title right now. But it's got a very um, it's got a very paper moon type theme. Mm-hmm. So in some ways, it's like one of our favorite words, kind of tropish, but it, it's it's by a German director, and it's like, ah, oh, yes, here's a Criterion film. If ever there was one, but but weirdly, I did find this on Criterion, but uh, but it's um, the subject matter and the way they treat the subject matter is something. But it, but the the filmmaking approach mm-hmm. itself is not. Herzogging, if you will. No, no, no. Just, no, I just don't want no, people no, to be yeah, misled yeah. there. Well, so, okay, right. No, so let's not do that. I, I would say there are some movies that sort of came out in this rough time period yeah. that were a, had a lot to do with um, therapy feeling its oats. I don't know how else to put it. David and Lisa, I don't know if you've ever seen that. Yeah. This is definitely in that category. Well, there's, yeah, and there's always been movies sort of like this. So now Voyager, if you want to go way back, but there's, there's these movies that are really sort of talking about like the, the latest 
what's going on in psychotherapy. It's, it's, I, I don't disagree with you. I would add to that that there's a, a sort of um, a very sort of progressive movement. So it's like mm-hmm. um, uh, in ni- the same year, 1961, uh, I'd like to cover this for Sophia Loren episode sometime, Two Women, the, the movie about the woman and her, the, and her daughter who are raped. Sophia never Lerner. heard of it. I okay. mean, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Um, also, I think also 1961 on the much cornier side, the Young Savages, mm-hmm. which we covered, right? So right, it's right, like right. it's it's. It, I don't disagree with you about the, the maybe Freudian or something aspect of the of these efforts in the late 50s and early 60s, but that it's also like um, progressivism yeah, in, yeah. in the old sense of that word, right? In, in the sense that might yeah, yeah. Let's not go too far there. That you wouldn't be too <laughs> too ashamed of yeah. in a way in a modern sense. Or we wouldn't be, but yeah. So, so we have this movie, The Mark, and it's like, you know, the most obvious association I would say, if you were just guessing, would be like the Scarlet Letter, right? It's got that sense mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. not. I mean, you could mistake it for like a, a con man, right? Like, right. there's the Mark or something, but nothing that hilarious here, nope. <laughs> and nothing as heartwarming specifically as. Um, what's her name? Prin Hester Prin and in, in the Scarlet Letter, uh, who was definitely wronged. Yeah, and yet a little oh, ambiguous. I, I, I apologize for starting so in such a, a sort of murky manner, Tom. But this movie still murkifies me, man. It, you definitely, you definitely are a merkin. Sure, I'm merkin. But listen, I'm merkin here. I'm merkin down below. But uh, how many people know what a merkin is? I, I don't know, but I would like to. I'd be happy if they looked that up. Yep, you, you had to be a gift. I couldn't pass it. <laughs> up, dude. So, okay, so this let's let's right, so talk a little bit about this movie. Yeah. We, this movie is about a protagonist. Okay, Stuart Whitman is the is the he's he's one of those faces that's been in a bunch of yep. things, and I like him. And he, yep. by the way, I just have to say, I. Thought the acting in this movie was pretty damn good. It was great acting. I have no complaints about any of the fucking acting. I really no. liked him a lot. And also, uh, I, I never know how to say his name. Or uh, Rod Steiger, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Rod, Rod Stigler. Yeah. Yeah. Rod Steiger is in it. And he's fucking always great. And, uh, and and I can't remember the name of the woman. But but like the acting oh, is just rock solid all the way across <laughs> the movie. Okay, so Maria it's Schell. about this guy who um, basically... Uh, he is—he's got all the urgings of a child molester. Essentially, he's really attracted to young to young girls, like like early teens and younger, perhaps. Oh, younger for sure. Oh, yeah, they know right. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so at one point, uh, he. Uh, he doesn't wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, How far Tom. do we want to go? No, I'm fine, but I think you're jumping way ahead in the movie because one important part of this movie is is the way that it's paced with the exposition, right? No, I agree, right? agreed. And I want to get to, and I want to make a point of that, but I think but I think for, for a review of it, it might be interesting to start there. But right, you know what, or let you go. How about no, you go? please, I'm sorry. Okay, so my so basically um, he uh, he gets arre- he is arrested uh, for his urges without ever actually sort of he never pulls it off, but uh, he comes close enough, you know what I mean? Okay, we're talking about molestation here. Uh, so, so um, he 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 basically gets caught having not done anything, but essentially having kidnapped somebody briefly. Um, so he goes to uh, goes to prison and he gets therapy from uh, Rod Steiger and he gets out having been thus cured. That's that's we're not cured, but uh, but able to join society and not follow those urges. That's sort of he's let he's let go on a parole. Well, see, that's what's interesting. I mean, the film's way ahead of its time and also stuck in its time. It's both of those things simultaneously. So one of the things that I think has to be written into the film is is the kind of absurd notion that he kidnaps a young girl for the purposes of raping her, 
realizes okay. his <laughs> you folly. Just the words, dude. What's well, that? No, you're you're saying the words. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You're, no, no, you're doing better than I. I guess. Uh, for the perp- I think I was being too polite and stupid. Oh yeah. So, well, yeah. no, but 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 that's what's interesting about cryptic. the film. For the, and then suddenly realizes his monstrous urges, drives her back. The whole town is is waiting because they think this girl's missing, and then just sort of tells everyone, "Take me in. I'm a monster. I've had this urge." I don't I don't know that that couldn't happen, but it's almost like. It's the it, it's it's, it's a, a cartoon thing that of the needs, best case scenario. Yeah, and it needs to happen for him to be a protagonist because what's interesting about the film is right. he is a protagonist. Yeah, that's the that's so that's the part I want to really want to hit now, which is that basically you don't hear you don't see any of that until about two thirds of the way through the movie. Yes, up until that point, you know this guy's been in prison. You know he's been in therapy. You know something's something. It got, starts something slowly revealed wrong. that that it it's has a, to do it's with molestation. Very slow revealish. Yeah, and. Um, and makes him <laughs> makes him super empath- empathic. Yeah, that's there. That's, that's where that's where it's fucking with your head directly. That's the part because you you get the slow buildup because he's been Steiger. I mean, there's unrealistic part number two. I mean, there are parts that are very realistic about this film. I assume. <laughs> yeah. Um, and parts that that sort of strain credulity and 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 Steiger's a little bit of both in a way because Steiger's a, a do-gooder therapist in prison who's now also sort of practicing outside of prison. So he gets to sort of like follow um, Stuart Whitman along his journey back, integrating back into society. Right. And he helps him get a job and add. I think advertising. I didn't know, or I didn't know a shrink could just get you a job. I got to get one of those fucking. Well, well, I mean, this, I think back in the old days, you could just sort of <laughs> know someone and get jobs. Again, where it's definitely a prisoner of its own time period, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But it's like, you know, the, and the boss of his new company knows what the situation yeah. is. But other people just sort of know that he's been in prison. Um, and so Steiger has this sort of um, real uh, investment. Because yeah. the other thing that it, it proposes is that he, that he is cured. Or... or, or Something like that, right? It's a very... I mean, look, let's just pause for a second and now and now get outside the film for mm-hmm. a second. Because I think that this is an issue when we talk about uh, pedophilia. I, I think the, the most accepted... Which is uh, every Tuesday for us. Sure, yeah. <laughs> sure. The most accepted view that I hear from people is like, mm-hmm. can never be cured... And then it's sort of also pot, like throw away the key, throw them away like a whatever. Yeah, all the easy, the all the all the easy answers. And then like, kill, kill, kill. By the way, none of those answers, by the way, as easy as they are, are are hard to understand. No, I totally get the impulse, kill, every, kill, kill. Every normal human being gets that impulse, right? Totally. But but there is another point of view that that says that might some of that might run counter to facts. Like how is the re- recidivism rate really? Like a hundred percent. I've heard doctors say it's more like twenty yeah, yeah. percent. Mean, which, by the way, still might be like that's too high a risk. I mean, you could argue on and on and on about it. <laughs> I think it. that's the argument we need to be having about things like. That. But the point right. is, is that it's complicated, right? Yeah, and this yeah. film, in some ways, doesn't doesn't acknowledge some of the complications right. in order to have the film. But in, but it does it does acknowledge other parts of the complications. So it's like, look, the, like alcoholism or something else. Is there a cure to, to being a pedophilia, or is it like you're never cured, or is there this middle ground where you're always working on maintaining the mm-hmm. cured spot? And I don't know that anyone has the answer, but this film chooses a lane that normally is not chosen in this conversation. Right. Yeah, I, I was a little worried when uh, at a couple of points in this movie, because it looked like it was going to do the... Um, 
uh, the goodwill hunting thing, or I, I don't know. It's like every time you, when you have a therapy, you have a therapist, and then there's just that one th- that one session that breaks through. Right. You know, it's it's a very unrealistic thing as far as therapy goes. But what's interesting about this movie, I think, is that at the end they pretty much acknowledge heavily that this is just this is a this is an ongoing process. Well, and what Basically, I like about it is in the relationship between the protagonist, right? Protagonist and the woman involved, right? And society, it's yeah. ongoing for them as well, right? Because, because you know, wherever a person like that is in mm-hmm. life, you know, you could move from one end of the country to the other. The everyone else around you is also going to have to sort of deal with how to evolve or not evolve in this situation. The ramifications of what you are, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting because we get these, initially, these very small movements. Like, he's cautious. He's very grateful to be in this job. Yeah. He gets his job and starts knocking the ball out of the park. Yeah, totally. At the same time, Whitman um, conveys a little bit of underlying bitterness. Yeah. And on the one hand, that seems realistic that he wouldn't just be full of gratitude all the time. Okay, he's a complex character. But what that does is, while you're rooting for him, you're also kind of annoyed with him. Like, why are you bitter toward anyone, motherfucker? Why are you being a dick? Right. and and, Because he's not just nice. He's a dick sometimes. But then he takes it back, and he realizes it, and that's almost in keeping with the big event. Right. Of, like, having one sort of monster, like the Jekyll and Hyde of him. Yeah. Well, see, I hate to say Jekyll and Hyde because it doesn't treat him in that same sort of Robert Louis Stevenson sort of... Is that who that is, or H.G. Wells, or whatever it is? Um, the, the the black and white of it. It's not as dichotomous as that. It's mm-hmm. it's much more nuanced. Sorry, go ahead. Well, okay. So what's really funny is that this this movie it has to really play a lot of games with nuance. Okay. It yep. really it really it it. it it goes skirts right up to the edge of like paragons, you know, paragons and stuff. So, for instance, so he's got a thing with with young uh, with young girls. Okay, uh, so uh, there's a there's a what there's at one point in the movie he comes in close contact with a young girl. Right, and you're not just a young girl. When she came on screen, I was like, "Oh, go fuck yourself! Come on now." Because she was like the most beautiful little girl right. you've ever seen in your life. Like, ser- that, like seriously, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, yeah. Voluptuous, Humbert, Humbert, please fin you. I yeah, was, yeah, yeah. No, nice. I mean she was just like she's like a paragon of like a, of a little Lolita kind of. A oh, character. by the way, Lolita was the year after this too. That's another sort of movie we forgot to mention. I, yeah, I, I looked into that because it was like what because I wanted to see if this movie like Nabokov wrote the book because of this movie or no, something no, like no, 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 way way preceded it. Yeah, but yeah. but yeah, yeah, Lolita was the next year, and I've never seen that. So we got to we got to. Well, Lolita the book, by the way, is I fucking start. I never finished that because it's I just a great lost it. book, and it, it it does similar and different things the the narrator in, in Lolita he's, you don't sympathize with him because of anything he does except is smart and funny he's funny as shit but what he does is always bad <laughs> yeah yeah he's so a, this is but this isn't quite that this guy yeah. really wants to be See, I don't even want to say want to be good he, he because that that sort of suggests that he's constantly struggling with being good it's not that it's that he is doing the right stuff yeah and well, that's the he thing. He's doing the right thing overall. He's he's understandably upset with people who don't get that, and at mm. the same time, you're a little bit annoyed with him for not understanding it. Right. It's really a lot of sort of um, weaving that braiding that happens in this this particular production. This movie, I would say, is one of the like as far as a movie that kind of challenges the audience. It does yeah. it. I would say in a very gentle way, by and large. But you find yourself. But it is challenging in weird positions because. You're going, 
leave him alone. And then you're like, oh, wait, <laughs> leave the almost child molester alone. It's like, wow, She's good job, Phil Baker. Too much interest in her violet collection. So, yeah, and so it's like some people know. She's showing her, and then some she's people, showing her him her flower. I mean, come on. <laughs> and some people don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and and then you're like upset that, well, he should be telling that person, but then maybe he shouldn't be. You're as confused as he is right, right. about like the what what not not the, the big picture big M morality, but what the moral moment is at any given time in, in this film. And and who's a friend and who isn't a friend becomes sort of murky too. The 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 um the couple, the older couple who who he uh, who fucking, rooms yeah, with. Come, come back, little Sheba, the couple. Oh my god! Because yeah. <laughs> oh well, there's a lot of that too. Uh, there again, it oversimplifies things because yeah, yeah, yeah. what triggers his memory as a child is seeing this woman, this old English woman, boss her husband around. It's sort of like a little over the, the top. The older woman has like has a is fucked up relationship with him. She's, with she him, develops a fucked up relationship. But her own sense of sympathy, by the way, is one way, and then extremely the other way. And you realize this film is, in my opinion so well made that those are little figurative moments about how you feel right you're reminded mm. these little reflections little moments of film reflect your own sort of um um conflicted feelings about any given moment about him about the situation about his boss i don't i, I to this i've i've seen the film a couple weeks ago i don't know whether i agree with his boss or not yeah i don't know if, whether i agree with steiger or not right half the time I tell you what, I, I, watching this movie, uh, I, by the time I got to the end of it, I was like, man, we need to put together, once this, uh, this whole COVID thing passes, we need to get all of the family who's still alive back in one room and make them watch this, because I would love to see how many of our relatives just run out of the fucking room the, the moment we get to the, that, the moment of reveal there. I think they represent most people. <laughs> People, I mean, yeah. our family is weird. I got you, but I, I think that's that's the common reaction. Which no, is that's why... what I, no, no. I, that, I'm saying, yeah, no. That, I'm not trying to say that they're weird. I'm saying I yeah. think um, the, our, mo- a lot of our family are shockingly normal, and this shocking, yeah, like this would definitely this would push them well past their limits. This is a movie that's oh. that's hard to. I know what it was. Would Sorry. be hard for a normal person to watch. Normal. I just remembered what the other film was, and it was the one that broke us. It was Child Bride. Do you remember Child, Child Bride? Child, that's Child Bride. Remember Child oh, Bride? Oh yeah, I remember. It looked it looked like it was going to be this oh interesting film sociological, and halfway through it's like oh no, this is, you know. And then they looked it up online, and it was like people were saying, just don't back don't on. ever watch this. Film. Just please don't ever watch. Which of the, course is designed for some assholes like you and me to go. Oh, well, let's go watch this the movie mystery, now. The mystery two thousand people were going to do it. Started doing it as a as a thing, and they they it's the one they gave up on. We're like, no, we just can't. <laughs> I would love to get a hold of that riff track. Just yeah, go that. back, go back and watch Child Bride. I mean, it's, oh, I think no, it's free no, on YouTube I, or something. I don't but, think I want to do but, that. I, mean, I, th- I think the moment you do that, there's like a there's a counter at FBI headquarters in Langley <laughs> that just goes, ding. A no, we're on the no fly oh, list just for fuck. watching. It. But yeah, that movie, you know, whatever intentions Child Bride had. Um, and fail miserably. This movie succeeds lingeringly, even though I'm not sure exactly what it has done. This this film, I'm not even sure I can name what the mark has done as yeah. a piece of art, except that it is unafraid to explore, and it's never titillating or even trying to be shocking. In some ways, it pulls back from that, and that's more shocking in a weird way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, that, but I, I think that's kind of it. I think well, that. Let me get this right. Yeah. It's an interesting statement because you're right. This movie is. It's definitely a statement movie of sorts. Mm-hmm. 
but because of the nature of what it did, I think it hasn't. I've never heard of this movie before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think the the nature of what they're talking about has sort of guaranteed its its its, its massive obscurity. Well, except so that, it kind of loses out on. That I agree stuff. that it's mostly, douchebags like you and I will find it on the Criterion. Well, it's collection. mostly obscure, but I will say this: I was shocked to find that uh, <laughs> discover that he was nominated for Best Actor for this. Yeah. And oh, I know. I think he deserves it. I think he's really good in this film. Really, talk for a second because I want to. I want to. So I looked up who. Fucking wild. I, okay. I looked up who he lost to and who else was, uh, you know, awarded. And I thought, okay, that's fair. Yeah, the color purple, right? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it actually. Oh. Here we go. Let's right, see. Hootie. Uh, Hootie. Let's talk about Jackie Gleason. Papa's delicate condition. <laughs> All right, so um, the winner was Maximilian Schell for Judgment at Nuremberg. Spencer uh, Tracy was also up for that. Um, I can argue with that. Paul Newman, The Hustler. Um, I've never Speaking seen of Jackie Gleason. Charles Boyer and uh, and Fanny, but uh, okay. But the other three, yeah, I get it. Why 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 Stuart Whitman didn't win? But I was happy to hear that he did. God, you know, Jackie Gleason. That. That's was also nominated for The Hustler. Along with Richie really? Scott. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, yeah, I totally believe that. I mean, I believe I, it. I do. I, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't necessarily know that I would agree with that. Let me think about that. No, he's great, but he's well. George but he's Scott a, was also nominated. And he definitely was better than the Hustler. Oh well, first off, he had more lines. I mean, the the, 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 the Fats, uh, you know, Minnesota Fats wasn't wasn't a character, and in, in, he was a very small sort of a character, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, sort of monumental in a sense, but only staying in that one monument. By the way, area. let me look at this list here. Hold on. Uh, the uh, guy I don't know uh, who this person is. George, sorry to get on the phone. I'm tangent here. George Shakiris from West Side Story. I don't know who that is, but okay. okay. Here, who was nominated? Montgomery Cliff, Judgment at Nuremberg. He should have gotten it. I know that it was it was a a, a cheat. That his acting job was a cheat because he was going through the DT. <laughs> he still should have gotten it. Um, if he didn't get it, George C. Scott for um, the Hustler should have gotten it. If he didn't get it, okay, I'll go with Jack Gieson uh, for the Hustler. Peter Falk and Pocket Full of Miracles. I love Pocket Full of Miracles, but Peter Falk, <laughs> the Duke, you're saying this way, you're saying that way. I don't know. I mean, he's not a did great you know, acting job. Did you know that. New York was an island? Yeah, right. I love that fucking movie so much. I, it's so I, good. I'm but utterly not an impartial witness there. I don't. But know. I mean, he's not a. Okay. Well, but but what else was on? Like maybe there was something. Maybe there was something so far off the fucking reservation they couldn't possibly. Yeah. I, I would love. <coughs> I would love uh, to go and just buy one of each of the awards and give them to uh, Paul. You know, Falk posthumously now. I just love Peter Falk. Oh, just to give him a bunch just, of just awards? Just so that he has all the awards. Just you know what I've never seen? I've never seen the, the, the in-laws with him and Alan Arkin. Well. Uh, Any good? I, as I recall. Sorry, you know I really, I literally saw that, I saw that in the theater. Now we're literally just talking over a table <laughs> where microphones happen to be here. So let's go back to the mic. I saw that in the theater. So I don't remember very much. Well, except I enjoyed it, but then again, it was four. All right, so what else about the mark? Um... I like I like you mentioned already the the, the exposition and, and the way that it deals with that it, I think is great clever it's it's totally manipulative but it but it does it well like, and Rod Steiger in, in a little bit the best ways that that work it is I guess he's kind of like uh, the um, the second generation Lon Chaney you know like man of a thousand voices faces right right and 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 oh, it's a little. Oh, go ahead. So much better than uh, no way to treat a lady. Oh, damn it! But that could have been good. But a little Irish, little, little Irish, little, just yeah. but very gentle, 
Not bad. No, kind of believable. A ridiculous um, hairdo. Oh, it, it, because that's a little bit. Yeah, he's a little afro. He's a little Jufro. He's <laughs> a little Mike Brady. <laughs> but, but also, th- th- that's kind of one of the peculiarities of this movie that I, w- I wish there were some. I don't know that there's any other reason to it except that uh, he's an American serviceman after World War II who's in England where all this happens. Stuart Whitman. Yeah, Stuart yeah. Whitman. So yeah. maybe they just needed to explain why there was an American as the protagonist in this movie. I don't know where that comes from. Yeah, I don't I know don't, either. But I don't know if there's any other relevance to the movie. I don't know, but I, I think it's good. I think there are moments where I, I like this. I like in a novel or a movie when somebody's in trouble and you're begging them to do something to make themselves feel better, and they don't. Mm-hmm. That's a good, and and that happened in this movie with him and the the psychiatrist. Yeah, you yeah, want yeah. that psychiatrist to save him more than he's able to. Well, this is a movie that's like desperately trying to make sure that you know that there's no easy answer. Like that's kind of that's the whole. Like, if this movie has any kind of a point, I think that's what it is. So it's not giving a lot of easy answers for some mm-hmm. of these situations. Mm-hmm. You know, the the, the 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 doctor has suggestions, but it did, but they're not going to get taken all the time. Well, but the doctor and that what's great and about he the, acknowledges that maybe he doesn't have the answer. You know, it's all that sort of, but sort of not. I was going to actually say just the opposite because I, one of the things like if you watch Ordinary People, Judd. Um, is it Judd Hirsch? Judd Hirsch. Right? Wow. He, he's great in that, but he's like, kind of like, you know, I don't know. I don't have that. Uh, one of the things about Steiger is what's kind of neat about this is, is the, role, revolves, the roles between him and Stuart Whitman get reversed a couple of times, where it's actually Steiger who's a little like um, chomping at the bit. <laughs> about something, and Whitman's like, calm down. That's yeah. not. It's not going to work that way. Yeah, and he's well, right. right. Whitman's right. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, so, so our Whitman is, uh, you know, fueled by his inability to have any kind of a relationship. Meanwhile, Steiger is uh, getting married to what appears to be a fucking battle axe. Well, the, and they're all around, by the way, in this film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's, and the, all these examples of like horrible relationships. Well, the love interest. We haven't really like. talked about this, and I, I don't want to spoil too much. But, but the love interest between Stuart Whitman when he finally gets into a relationship, and it has all kinds of complications yeah. too. It, right, I love what ultimately happens there. Yeah, the way that she, she's it's that's a good, solid, realistic character too. And you think it's not going to be? You keep well, thinking it's not going to. Be. I don't know because she sort of apologizes. And when was the last time you heard a woman do that? That's a good point. Tom. You know what, Tom? When you make a good point, <laughs> you make a good point. Take, <laughs> take that in the, in the whiskers, yeah. ladies. Anyway, I don't know. I, I, maybe this is a short episode. I don't even know. But, but uh, okay. We're, well, I'm, I recommend it highly. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's a great movie. Definitely go check it out. Uh, go get on the Criterion Collection. Uh, hit me up at uh, finleys at uh, gmail.com if you want uh, Joseph's password. <laughs> um, uh, very funny, Tom. <laughs> blah, blah. Um, yeah. Uh, but by the way, we need to get more emails from you folks. We haven't had an email in quite a little while. Indeed. It's a very unpopular show. We understand, but email is hey, no, 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 no. Not only do we understand, we understand. It deserves to be so. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, Tommy. I love you, man. All right. Love you. Bye. 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 Bye.